<laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Dos Randos, a podcast about everything and nothing. And we are your hosts. I'm Chorus. And I'm Taylor. And together we prove that yes, sir, everyone can, but not everyone should start a podcast. We hope you enjoy the next hour of content. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. All right. Welcome back, family. Happy September. We hope you guys have been having a good week. We've had fun. Uh, this week, I picked up a new laptop, so that's going to help with my graphic design work. Cool. Uh, shout out to me. If you're looking for a logo or know someone who needs some good, clean branding done, hit me up at chorusbedia.com for my services. Unless you're a cowboy in need of an actual brander. I can do that um, for you. You're, you're going to get a whole cow up in that system and... No, I can design a brand for you, and then you can go get it welded. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's an interesting idea. You could you could design uh, a cow brand. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually the terminology. That's that's kind of the history of the word branding to begin with from ranchers. Oh wow, really? Yeah, because you would brand your cattle so that people knew anywhere far and wide knew what cattle belonged to you, what company you were a part of. Interesting. I had no idea. Yep. I just same basic. <laughs> Some thing. things just work. <laughs> same basic <laughs> service too. I'll charge you the same amount for that. <laughs> so hit me up, uh, chorusbedia dot com. And if you are a cowboy, uh, gold preferred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take gold. <laughs> we'll take gold. I'll take gold for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anything new this week for you? Um, no, nothing really. <laughs> nah. Same old, same old. Dang. Same old. Oh, um, well, I think it was last week. I got hit in the head with uh, a 10-foot 2 by 4 from really? about six feet up. You didn't tell me this. Yeah. Why it, didn't you bring this up before? I don't know. I must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as always, we would love to shout out Chill Hop. Uh, we are listening to their Chill Hop Fall 2022 Essentials right now. Oh. Uh, head over to YouTube and subscribe to those guys if you haven't already. They just do a good job. No, you know what we did do? What did we do? We definitely peeled a bunch of chili. Oh, and that means it's fall officially. That means it's officially fall. It was so good. Yeah, we peeled a good deal of chili. Shout out to Nelson's. Yeah, Nelson's located on... Old Coors. Old Coors. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. awesome. Old Coors and Central? No, it's it's not Central. It's near there. Yeah, it's right around there. They are probably the best butcher in town, I'd have to say. They're quite good. Uh, really, really good fresh meat. And they also do a good job roasting their seasonal green chili. Uh, it's a little bit different flavor from what you're probably used to here. Normally we do hatch. And this is a some kind of chili brie from Mexico. Yeah, it's a Mexican chili, but it's it's still good. It'll, it'll get you it that It is fix. good. It was a little bit mild for me. What did you think? There were parts of it that were medium. Um, but yeah, a lot of it was mild. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I tend to, to buy a really hot one and then I'll throw it in there. And you kind of mix it up in yeah, there. Yeah, because, you know. I feel like that doesn't really even it out. I feel like you just get one hot bite every two years. <laughs> well, if you're not, if no, 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 no. I will buy, I'll get one bag of hot and I'll take it out and, and I'll, I'll make it to whatever I'm feeling that day. Oh, like you'll, you will prep one, you'll prep some hot. Yeah, it's not like, I'll throw a little hot into every one that I make. Okay, you're not like playing like roulette with No, like it's just going to be, chili. yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I am, I am, uh, what's the term? Rationing the hot into Into your ones. diet. Yeah. No, sure. Into so. the other bags? And, no. So I will have one bag of really hot chili. That's what I thought. The other ones will be medium. Okay. And I'll break off a piece of, of the frozen really hot one when I'm ready to make 
when I'm ready to thaw another oh, bag. Okay, and you throw a little bit in there when you're right, cooking. Right, right. Okay, that okay. way it's a little hotter if I want it. If not, I'm, I don't have to have it so cool. Hot. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. A little tip for you there. There was a little chili tip for you. Take it from a white guy. Do that. <laughs> do what we said. <laughs> do what we said to do. Merge. Um, I don't know. Merge right now. <laughs> I like how you just yell out merge. I love I love it when people merge. So they should just do it. They should just do it immediately. But here's the thing, though. Do, do it with your blinker. You know, always use your blinker. Give people ample time to get ready for it. And make sure there's not another car um, in the way. Yeah. But other than that. You don't want to be playing Frogger with those other cars. Well, that's kind of the fun of it. That's like the opposite <laughs> of merging. That's veering. What you want them to do yeah. is veer. <laughs> no, I want you to correctly merge, not veer, but huh. merge immediately. But right not, now. Right In now. Three, two, two, one, go. merge. Right now. But not dangerously. Well, safely. safely. But on our mark. But on our mark. <laughs> three, two, two one, one, merge. merge. Back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad we took care of that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, um, there was only one notable thing that happened in news this week, and so we thought that we would give it to you in the form of a uh, message from the president. So here we go. She'd be insulted, but you bet my mother. She reminded me of my mother in terms of the, the look of her and, the, you know, just the generosity. And I said, you know, ma'am, this is, you know, it's, it's a long time. She said, oh, no. I said, I wish we could stay longer. Maybe we could hold the cars up a minute. So anyway, she was very gracious. Uh, I, I don't. Okay, I don't know what that was all about. That's <laughs> Biden in response to asking about the queen, I guess, passing. And he goes, no no, no offense, but uh, she reminds me of my mother. <laughs> she reminds me of my mother. And Very she like, confusing. Eh. Uh, she, she would hold the cars up. By uh, the way, yeah. while we're on the topic of the queen, I don't know why so many people in my life care that much. Well, I mean, here's, here's something you got to think about. She was a human being. No, I, I know she was <laughs> but, a human being. But yeah, it's not like... But it's not um, like she was our queen. No. But I think a lot of Americans treat her like that, which is stupid. I don't know why they do that. Because... I don't know why they're obsessed with the royal family to begin with. Yeah. I I think it's just because it it feels like... I don't know. We don't have that sort of royal... Which is a good thing, but we don't have the the sort of pageantry that they do. Um, it, It feels sort of upper class to be into that. I think that's what we're missing in America. I think nothing makes you come across more lower class than idolizing the queen of another country. That's true. That's true. Very but, weird. But like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. I guess people are really into Biden for some reason, but. I don't, that to <laughs> I, me is, yeah. I don't, actually, I don't think anyone's really into Biden. I think uh, Biden's really into Biden. I don't even know about that. Every time he speaks, it's like, you can see it on his face. He wishes he wasn't there. Hunter Biden's friends are really into Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, all of his Ukrainian buddies. All of his Ukrainian buddies. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, the whole queen conundrum, man. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I'm if you're distraught that she's gone, my condolences. I guess I'm sorry. Yeah, this is another weird place to be into, though. Like I remember when um, Carrie Fisher passed. I took it really hard, but yeah, but we grew up with her like being in pop culture and affecting our lives. Right, but I just imagine people are doing that 
you know what I mean? They're for some reason. <laughs> I was more hurt when Prince died. Not the Prince, just uh, when yeah. Prince when died. Prince died. That was yeah. That was a that was a good week that yeah, we were yeah, just like just bumping purple rain. It was, a, it was a week. It was quite a week. You know, he wrote an, the, an entire soundtrack for the original '80s Batman movie. Really? Yeah, it's did, a whole. It didn't album. get used. So there are like two songs in there that are slightly used in the movie, but okay. he thought he was writing the soundtrack. I think, <laughs> but that sucks. But no, that goes to Danny Elfman, one of the, one <laughs> of the greatest Batman soundtracks of all time. Well, we can thank Prince for writing a whole Batman album. What can we yeah. thank the Queen for? What has she ever done? Um, she had a golden Wii that she gave away. That's, remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, Nintendo gave her a Wii, and it was golden. But, but she gave it away. Why did she they give know, her? A, why she didn't did, know what to do? Why with would it? you give someone so wealthy a golden Wii? I don't know. Hmm. It's the same thing as Ellen giving um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. No, no, it Bill was Gates. Uh, Bill Gates, like a giant check. Yeah, for right? like it was like for fifteen hundred dollars or something like that, and he was like, did not care. Well, he doesn't know <laughs> if that's a lot of money. Yeah, which it's not like an obscene amount of money, but like if I got fifteen hundred bucks out of the blue, I'd be like stoked. Yeah, for real. And he was just like. He was like, oh, is this, he's like, is this a year's worth of wages for you? Or is this like a funny, big, sarcastic joke? Right. And it's like, no, yeah. And the the joke was, you're confused and it's funny. (laughs) Right. Well, um, we don't know how we feel about it, but if you feel bad about it, we're here for you. About the queen. About the queen. Um, But, you know, move on. Move on. All right. Um, we have a lot of updates from this week's D23 conference. A lot of D23 stuff. Uh, I don't can know you explain if- to the listeners what D23 is if they're not, uh, you know, all into that world? Yeah. So D23, um, 23 meaning the year that the Disney company was founded, 1923. Um, it's It's a basically a convention uh, celebrating all things Disney. And now, more recently, it's become basically Disney's Comic-Con that they do. They put it on themselves. It is, but it's also kind of like the state of like the company address it, as also, well. Yeah, for, for the fans, that's what it is. Well, also for investors. Well, there's an Investor's Day, which is different. I'm also invited to that. Because sure. I am an investor. Because you own like $5 of Disney? I own $10 of Disney. Wow, look at yeah. you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I own them. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to a lot of things I'm mad about <laughs> uh, about that. But it is pretty cool. A lot of people like to go in costume. Same as Comic-Con. We get a lot of news. And people have been going to that so much recently that... Um, uh, they've been really saving a lot of the stuff that they would have done at Comic-Con in years past to do here. So we are getting a lot of actual Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, stuff that is like announced, a lot of things that you wouldn't have heard about before that all kind of come out at right. D23. And some of the coolest stuff, really. Uh, I mean, a lot of it I'll be mad about, and I'll tell you that up front. But we'll get there. I have said, like, with the content that Disney's putting out and the way that they're behaving just in the last, like, year and a half, it seems like they want to fall apart. It it's seems so like they weird. hate being successful. It seems like they hate the people that, you know, the, they hate the consumer that the company has built its foundations on. And they are just, it's like, why would you even do something? They're hell bent on self-destruction for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. And I, th- well, here, here's what I do. Think. They think there's like a cash cow at the end of this, idi- you know, yes, idiocy. Or- I think Chapek thinks that there's a cash cow in the end of this, like woke liberal woke uprising. I think, I think that's what JPEG thinks. And I think that's what a lot of the company thinks. 
And I also think that they're wrong. Yeah, that he forgets that, you know, the primary people that go to Disney World and spend thousands of dollars a day there are these giant families, you know, with high income earning dads and moms right. paying for their 13 kids to go. You know what I mean? Or they make the- a wish foundation where families <laughs> with <laughs> good, wholesome values are not going to want to take their kids right. anymore. Or Yeah, it's a weird thing. I, d- I just don't think, I don't know, a lot of them are blinded by the by the agenda. And, and it's a weird thing. The agenda should be, you know, what worked in the past, do it again, use creativity to write new stories and add new characters to your repertoire and don't screw the consumer that no, has we know funded that. you. We know that. I know. I, I'm just... I'm, <laughs> Any good fan base knows that. You stick to your source material well. Right. You do what the fans like. That's what I'm vocalizing. And you it's make like, money. It doesn't make sense. But now it's just, it's all justice. Uh, but for who? Uh, Make believe people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. That's what it is. It's all fantasy, and that's why it works for Disney. <laughs> it's all fantasy. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so let's get into the D twenty three news and let's see what's what that's all about. Yeah. So the first thing I wanted to do with this because he uh, Corey's not seen this yet. Chorus. Who? Oh, thank you. Chorus. <laughs> Chorus has not seen this yet. Um, the, the most thing. The, Wow. The thing that I am most excited about from this is definitely Werewolf by Night. Uh, Marvel uh, Studios' first, uh, they're calling it a holiday special. And it is. Oh, a, it's a holiday. Oh, it's a Halloween it's a holiday one, special? Yes, it's a one time thing. What is so when on? does this, what I don't know what happening? you're doing. Oh, God. <laughs> you're supposed to just play the video. Here, I'll do it. Yeah, here you go. I don't know what's happening over here. Anyways, it is a Halloween special. Um, so it's not going to be a series. It's just a one-time thing based on the character Werewolf by Night uh, from Marvel Comics, who is uh, a character named Jack Russell, um, who at night becomes a werewolf. <laughs> so is this a relatively new character? Because I've never heard of this character. No, he's been around since, since uh, I think, the late 60s, early 70s. This is actually the series where uh, Moon Knight actually got introduced. Oh, there we go. It's, it's working now. <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight got... Moon Knight and a lot of those characters like that, um, Dracula, um, you know, scary monster type characters are, were all introduced in that sort of um, series. Yeah, this one. So is this, when did they announce this? Just three days ago? No, so they had announced it at Comic-Con uh, like a year ago, I think last oh, okay. year. Okay, because I was going to say, it's pretty close, like... It's surprising to me that they would announce something this close to when it airs. Yeah, but well, what they dropped was the trailer for something that was previously previously announced. Right, and right? there were there were rumors and stuff, but the only thing we we had really known about was that it was happening. Um, but there were rumors that Michael Giacchino, the the um, what's the term conductor, composer. I guess composer. Yeah, composer. There yeah. you go. Yeah, he's directing it, and it's it, that we know is true now because of this from director Michael Giacchino, which is a weird thing to say. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and, uh, start okay. The, so start we are going to, we are going to do a live react to this video here. So let's see, let's see if we have, uh, an ad that pops up actually. Yep. So I like this little thing. It's a very, uh, it harkens back to the NBC special presentations, which is kind of cool. So it's completely black and white hooded characters, black and white. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it looks a lot like classic horror, um, like 20s, 30s horror. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. Oh, it's very weird. You 
is a monster masquerading as one of our own. Hmm. I can't wait to find out what breed of evil you are. <laughs> Very cool. Very, this, very classic. It is very classic. It could be, it could either be like really exciting or it could be kind of corny. Okay, watch, 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 watch. Ooh. So, that's another giant reveal right there. Uh, man thing is going to be in this. Ooh, film burn. Film burn, yeah. It's, it's, oh, I like it has that. It a very classic feel. I, I actually really like that. Um, so yeah, that had a fun feel. That feels like an old school, you know, kind of Yeah, black universal and white, 20s, style. 30s, universal monster yeah. style. Yeah, I really like that. When does that um, release? That comes out October 10th. That'll be fun. So you'll have plenty of time to watch it if you've got a whole a marathon going on, which I know Tommy does. <laughs> yeah, that'll uh, be really fun. Yeah. And the other thing, yeah, I wanted to talk about was Man-Thing from that trailer. Um, he's this giant swamp creature that lives in the Florida Everglades. Um, and that is a very interesting character. He doesn't speak, but he's very, um, he's, a, he, people really like that character. He's very, kind uh, of a fan favorite. Yeah. Fan favorite. Um, they don't usually know what to do with him, but I think this is perfect because they can use him as a one and done if they need. And if he gains a lot of traction, they can do a whole something else with him. Totally. But, yeah. I mean, o- old school monsters, the best thing to do with them is bring him back from the dead. If right. you have to, right? Exactly. Yep. Makes it more eerie and more, more creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited for the Halloween season this year. I've never really gotten into it, but me and Gabby last year did this like 80s slasher movie marathon. Yeah, and that's something it, I've never done. A yeah. lot of a lot of people my age are super into those slasher movies, but I've just never. I had never done it either, and I was that. like, you know what? Like, I, I'm normally kind of bored around you know the Halloween sort of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I've always wanted to go to like a haunted pumpkin patch, but Gabby will never go with me. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let's just have fun. Let's like, well, you know, we, we're also not really into scary movies, so it's like this right. is kind of a new endeavor for both of us. And I just had a blast last year, so it gave me something to look forward to. I'll definitely add this to my uh, my list this year. Yeah, for sure. It looks really good. So, uh, moving onward from that, uh, we also got a trailer, which we won't go over right now, uh, for Secret Invasion, which, if you don't know the Skrulls, who are the shape-shifting bad guys from Captain Marvel. Yes. Um, it was kind of a, a weird twist where they... they <coughs> Uh, you know, in that movie, they revealed that they were not actually villains. They were just kind of refugees. Yeah. This series is going back to them being actual villains this time. Shape-shifting, scary villains that are coming to, to How do they reconcile that with, with the previous content that they've put out? Well, I think there are going to be like two sects of them. So the ones we know will still be the good at heart scrolls who are who will work with shield and um, to kind of infiltrate to, yeah the to bad try guys. and help them figure out weed out who is scrolls who is not um, and that's a, a huge deal with this whole series is is not knowing who is a scroll and who is not it's going to be super interesting and it lends itself really well to the secret agent sort of nick fury kind of vibe yeah that's fun um, next we've got the thunderbolts lineup so thunderbolts is sort of like a really low level um like only one city's Avengers type of deal. So like oh, if okay. you had um, an Avengers just for Albuquerque, but they were made out of felons <laughs> that you're trying to, you know. Okay, so is this the uh, is this the kind of you equated it to that Marvel movie? DC movie. You mean uh, so it's yeah, it could be like Suicide Squad. Yeah, like a Suicide it Squad. It could be like sort Suicide of like Squad. Gang of Misfits kind of. 
Right, but they're going to try and paint them like Avengers. Like the suicide, everybody in that world knew Suicide Squad was not going to be the next, you know, Justice mm-hmm. League. This one, they're kind of like, oh, here's your new Avengers now that everybody's gone. So, and then we have to watch them kind of like stumble through. Right. Yeah. So the lineup is: we've got um, Red Guardian, okay, from Black Widow. We've got White Widow from Black Widow. Okay. Uh, we've got. Um, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. She's pretty interesting. We've got um, U.S. Agent from uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Okay. The guy, the not Captain America guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got um, Bucky. So regular Bucky. He'll be a part of the team. Oh, okay. And then Taskmaster, also from, from, uh, from Black Widow. Oh, from Black Widow. So, and also... Um, oh, when Elaine, you said Taskmaster, I was imagining the timekeepers. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, trying to figure that out. Like, we don't really know. That was a cliffhanger. I don't know who that is. All right. Yeah, Taskmaster is the one that can like read all your moves and, and do what you can do, but better in okay. like, seconds. And then, um, of course, Elaine Bennis. <laughs> I don't know her who name. That? She's not going by her Oh, that name. character name. Yes. Um, okay. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Gotcha. She is... Her actual character name will eventually be Madame Hydra. Spoiler alert, but it's not now. Okay. <laughs> so she's running the Bad Avengers. She's kind of the ringleader there. Right. Yeah. So that's all that. Uh, that's all this stuff from Marvel I really wanted to talk about. I mean, we got through Loki. Um, we, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit. It seems to me like the Marvel storylines had, they had peaked and it would have been a great time to pivot and do something else but now they're just trying really, really hard to make kind of the second-rate characters seem as big and glorified as the originals. Right. Well, here's the thing. I think they think they can still do that because that's who Iron Man was in 2008. Right, but there they was... They are not 2008 Marvel Studios No, anymore. they're not. That's the problem. And, and the audience in 2008 didn't have, you know, 20 years almost of experience with high-end comic book storytelling. Right. Which everyone now is used to it. Right. Like people don't, you know, comic book movies now are like, that's pretty much like the action movie of the summer when right. it comes out. Right. Yeah. But I think if anything can kind of get there, I think it's going to be things like Moon Knight, things like Werewolf by Night. I but think those, those will, are not even theatrical releases. No, they're not. But I think stuff of that quality should be. I think Moon Knight should have been a three hour movie. I, mm, I disagree. I think there is a there is a place in like there is a place for consumers right now for miniseries and or extended series, you know, whatever you want to yeah, classify that. And the depth of storytelling that you can go to when you kind of wade your way through a really thick plot like that, it's more gratifying than trying to cram it into like a 3-hour and and a 3-hour movie yeah. is kind of a, a new thing. Like, it's a new thing that people were like, oh, yeah, it's three hours, of course. It's like, well, we used to go to the movies, and if it was, like, two hours, we felt good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's also true. I get really, like, fatigued after two and a half hours because I'm just not used to that. Right. Um, even, like, the Batman had a really good storyline, but it just was a little long. It just drug on. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of slow motion walking toward the camera. <laughs> right. A lot of it. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I think if anything get there, I, I see what you're saying, and... To that, I will say, yes, things like the Daredevil series, um, there's no way that would have been done as well as a movie. No way. Right, so there's no I, way. I see what you're saying. 
Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and move on because all this kind of stuff we already went over in uh, in. in comic-con in years past so moving on to disney parks news i'm just going to go at this first by things that just made me the most mad about what they announced at this um so we'll start there first the pacific wharf which is a restaurant in california adventure okay they have very very good chowders okay i what's funny is i always get chowder in disneyland i never get it in california adventure yeah it's basically the same chowder but that's the pacific wharf like place is where they make the bread bowls Okay. Um, they are retheming that, which to means it probably won't have bread bowls anymore, to San Francisco. So, which is that's the city. Oh, that's, that's definitely going to be Korean fusion. Exactly. Korean American fusion. Well, Japanese fusion. Oh, Japanese, yeah. San Francisco. But yeah. Yeah, well, um, I just I'm, imagine like Korean street food style, right. which is probably what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm super bummed about that because I love that chowder, dude. Love it. Yeah. Dang it, bro. I know. That's kind of a bummer. But, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. But I think I just, the problem is with with Japanese food, okay, what they're not going to do is give us high-end high sushi, end sushi right, which is exactly. what I want. Mm-hmm. I would not be complaining right now. What I'm going to get is neon boba teas. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. With, like, little, like, anime characters on them. And yeah, that's not w- what I'm interested in. If it was the San Francisco restaurant brought to you by... You know, Morimoto, Morimoto, or whatever. Yeah. Then it would be cool. That'd but be dope. Yeah, I'd be like, get those Red Bulls out of there. But right, <laughs> but well, you know, it remains to be seen. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the the food is always generally pretty good at California Adventure, so I'm sure the food will be just fine. Yeah. What I, what I would not want that to be is like the cheeseburger um, egg rolls that oh. like Gabby had gotten in Disney World. That sounds awful. It was a nightmare. <laughs> that sounds It was terrible. really bad because it's like you have so many good things in a row at, at Disney to eat that you start to think that everything is just going to be equally good. No. And she's like, really, a cheeseburger egg roll? She's like, I have to try that. It's like, really? Okay, let's go grab one. <laughs> we both took a bite. It was like, that. there is no, has no business being an egg roll. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, kind of moving on here. I, I'm kind of bummed about that, so I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure which is replacing Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Get this. The storyline will follow Tiana, not along the story of the movie. Oh, no. It will follow her being a successful entrepreneur. At her restaurant. At her restaurant. And and she will be missing a secret ingredient, which will find her going through the thing. So, are um, you kidding? So, if you were all that about has nothing to do with the plot of the movie, women's empowerment, the ride. N- Careful what you wish for, because this is gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. This is gonna be so boring. So, I've heard this. this what, where are you? Wh- at what point in a story like that are you gonna get to a peak and have to drop? It doesn't make any <laughs> what, sense. What no, part of that? Here's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Ratatouille's adventure, where you're just kind of haphazardly bouncing around. Which, which the Ratatouille ride, when I wrote it, was a fun visual experience, but it had no depth of storytelling like all the classic movies does. Right. The or, or rather, Mountain, the classic rides do. Right. The Splash Mountain ride goes through the entire story. It, yeah, there's it, tons of plot. There's a lot of like storytelling and details and nuance. Right. And there's a meaning for everything. It's not, right. just, a, it's not just a ride for ride's sake. That's so there, what Walt always hated that. There are parallels here between... What Disney's doing with the Tiana ride and what they've been doing with these female lead um, superheroes. And I, I saw this dude on TikTok talking about story story building and character building. And for some reason, all of the, the most current sort of um, whatever woke writers, you know, 
all, all of their female leads, they just happen to exist and they're just heroes. Mm-hmm. So male heroes are made. They're made through trials and tribulation. They're made through hardship. And he, there is a point in like the classic story arc where he could go either way, you know, like he could be Scar or he could be Simba. You right. don't know. It's Joker's classic line. Uh, all it takes is one bad day for you to become me. Right. Yeah. And it's, and that's the glory of the hero's story. It's that like through adversity and hardship, this person chose to do the right thing. And then, and then to export that onto these other figures in his life. Right. He's like a redemptive character where he's helping save people that couldn't save themselves or, you know, whatever. But that is not, they're not giving these female characters that same kind of grit and depth of storytelling that you need to find them endearing and inspiring. Right. They have to start out the hero. Right. Because, because they're women. Because equality's sake. Be, yes. Be, no, well, not even equality's sake. Because, because equity's sake. <laughs> because Disney wants to dunk on you and be like, see, I told you a woman could do it all along and you didn't listen. Which, who is saying that? Right. Who is even saying that? Yeah. But that's why a female hero always shows up like in the third act of a movie, triumphant, and then they cut away because there's no depth. Right. Yeah. It's like, awesome. I I rocked that. Cool pose. Cut away. Right. Yeah. Every single time. Now that you say that, like that, that kind of makes it, I think that might be why I don't care that much for Captain Marvel, the movie. That's the whole movie. She starts exactly out that way. She starts off a hero here. Yes. Moves on to be a different kind of hero there. Yes. And then comes back and is still just this crazy hero here. That's exactly the same reason. They're always noble. Right. That's what I don't like about Superman. Oh, that is okay. Somebody well, once told me. Mm, that's good. That is good. Yeah. Somebody once told me you can't be courageous if there's if there's no consequences for you doing anything bad. Right. If you can't die, then there's no there's no stakes for you going to save somebody right. else. That's why Batman is such a is the most compelling hero from the DC writers. Right. Because he's just teetering on the edge. So much so that they even add to that to that tension by putting him in a romantic relationship with Catwoman. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, he is just like one bad experience away from going to the dark side almost. Right, exactly. And that's what makes it compelling. And to kind of even double down on this point, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, what is what is the sister, Gam- like the, oh. the robot? Yes. So uh, that, she is the perfect example of a, of a character right. arc that's done exactly right. Yes, exactly. You hate her. So much. She is everything wrong in the world. She's everything wrong with sibling rivalry. She's everything wrong with parents forcing their their dreams and you know uh, unrealistic expectations on their kids and the kids going the, the worst possible route. She is just despicable. And then, like out and then of you nowhere, start she sympathize starts, with her. Yes, and you then, relate to her. And then she turns for the better and has that redemptive arc. She does. That's perfect. Yes. She is an incredible character Nebula. and I never even put it together. Nebula is a fantastic female character. I would watch a Nebula movie. Really? I really would because the depth of, because, because they could take her back to the edge and have her teeter. Right. Yeah. And it would be really unnerving. That's an interest. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that that is really well done. And, th- but that didn't take, one movie that no. didn't take that was over. But she also wasn't the lead. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So they, if Disney is, is really interested in giving young girls, you know, strong heroes and strong characters to kind of put on a pedestal and use it as an example, they need to do them justice. Right. They need to do it the right way and they need to not have this sort of like, you know, 
just privileged approach of like, oh, because you're a woman, you're great. All right, move on. <laughs> right. We don't have anything against women in power. We have stuff wrong with uh, bad storytelling. It, terrible, terrible storytelling. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Um, okay. <laughs> that was a lot about Tiana. Is right. <laughs> uh, moving on, a figment beat and greet will be coming back. So here's wow. the thing: it could be really cool, and it could be really. So figment bad. is the character from the Michael Jackson ride. No, no, that's a different one. No, who is that? So that's you're thinking of Fuzzball. No, the alien. The little, the little. Oh, maybe fuzzy, that was Fuzzball. Fuzzy alien with okay, the wings figment and the tail. is from Disney World. Yes, figment is from Epcot. Okay, and he's the one that teaches you how things work and his journey into imagination. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, initially that ride had another main character, the inventor and that guy, um, I don't remember his name. I'm just going to refer to him. Like lab coat guy. Yeah. Just lab coat guy. And he was like sort of, he, in building his, his inventions somehow created figment who was a figment. He was a, a physical embodiment of the figment of your imagination. Right. And so he was very whimsical. He messed things up. Yeah, really and, spastic but, and loud and bright. But he was a necessary evil, which made that ride story really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, he's gone. <laughs> and, I mean, there is a figment ride now, but that guy is gone. So the whole moral of that entire story of that ride, which fits into the larger Epcot, you know, futuristic. So when did um, they change that ride? Because when I rode the figment ride, maybe a little over a year ago, it was an old ride still. Yeah. It, it's not like it had been like refreshed in the last no. 10 years. No, it no, was no, like no, an no. old ride. Yeah, no, it, I think that happened in the early 2000s. Okay. Um, that sort of era. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the Disney channel era, I believe it really, okay. That makes sense. It's, it does feel very Disney Channel. Yes. Yeah, that's it really does. So it, they could do this well and they could do this bad. There hasn't been a figment meet and greet for a while, but the last time they did it, it was a giant figment character, just a big figment. The original time they did it, it was really cool because it, they had the inventor and he Bolding had a, yeah, he had a small figment with him that you could make. Like meet. a puppet. Yeah, but it didn't look like it because his arm, you know. I will say I do have faith in their meet and greets. Some of the new characters I'm seeing come out, um, the, like the, the Coco guy. Yes. What, um, what is his character's name? Ernesto de la Cruz. Yes. He that is, is very, very cool. Incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. insane. I and saw so that for the first time that, like two days you know, ago. In, that blew my mind, dude. It looks really good. Have you seen the, uh, um, what are the Muppets speaker and, uh, is it, what is his name? Bunsen? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. The, the little lab guys. Yeah. Have you seen them around Epcot? I haven't. Uh, I've seen videos of them on like Instagram. Yeah. So they're completely autonomous. Um, they go around on their they own. They have a little like cart. Yeah. They're Muppet size too. It's very cool. They like yeah. ride around on this when little thing. When they can get things to be the right scale, it's much more engaging. Right. It's the whole, um, uh, what's the word? The R2-D2 situation. When you see R2-D2 for the first time, the real R2-D2 at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Walking around, no one protecting makes, it. That makes Star Wars real. It really does. And that's what they need to get back to. And that's what Ernesto de la Cruz, that is the same thing. When right. I saw that, that blew my mind. Like that was that, straight up like magic. If, if that movie was live action, that's what it would have looked like. And it would work live action. Just like that. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know, when Disney says that In the Parks is on set, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're looking with your eyes and you are in a movie experience. You're experiencing your childhood. You right, know? and I get that that's hard to do these days because, you know, movies are crazy. <laughs> yeah. But try because it pays off yeah <laughs> uh next is something that it, it doesn't piss me off we're, we're off of that 
This is a, I'm actually pretty stoked about this. So do okay. you know anything about um, in Tokyo, in Tokyo Disney, the uh, Space Mountain 2.0? Is this where you have Disney Sea and Disneyland? Yes. I think, I mean, I know I've seen ride throughs. I've watched ride throughs of all of these, but it, I'm a little foggy in my memory. So, uh, Space Mountain 2.0 was, um, it's the same basic shape and the same basic sort of ride system as Space Mountain, but it is um, steampunk. Oh, okay. Of. So, it's a little weird, but it was kind of cool because, like, when you think... <laughs> Back then, they were definitely... I do remember all the, all the copper gears and everything. Yeah, they were thinking like, oh, this is going to last forever. Um, Turns out it was like a trend not, from the mid-2000s. Right, exactly. So now, it's getting a complete renovation. And it's I oh, think it's good. still going to be Space Mountain 2.0, but it looks dang futuristic. That's good. That's what like, they need to do. It looks like it's going to stay futuristic for quite a while. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that because they were wrong before and before, but I feel like that was always the risk of like the Tomorrowland space. Can you look that up? You need to like, for you to understand this, you need to see it. I I feel like that was the risk of the Tomorrowland space is that it would have to be updated so frequently, but that was not something that Walt Disney shied away from either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, he was always trying to innovate that. And here's what I've said for space mountain. I think portions of it should be, um, maybe not, just given to but you know you can you can give space rentable space to companies that do technological innovations and they can bring that to right tomorrowland which is this will be the future you know what i mean like if there yeah. was an apple place you there, could go there needs to be like an apple experience an hp experience right. where you know stuff like that where yeah. they're actually showing you what the future is going to be like i think that's a good way to keep it current yeah and not hokey like real right it's the same thing as the house of the future right you know I the automatic washing machine didn't like exist before right. that and now it does and it was like this it was thing it was a realistic future it wasn't it wasn't a glorified over future but it was what was really you know possible so what could really happen. I'm looking at the photos of this redesign and I think it will last a long time for for maybe one or two particular reasons. One is like the smooth aluminum metal look that is it's kind of used over and over here. That is something that people just and, and probably thanks to Apple that just feels futuristic and it feels like modern technology. Right, right. Also like the cool blue lights that just feels the color palette definitely feels like the futuristic, but the reason I think it'll stand the test of time is that it looks like it's inspired by. It looks like the. It looks like this. If you can imagine the original Space Mountain in Disneyland, but then in like this whirlpool sort of shape, where it looks like water is swirling around it, and that sort of shape is carried out through other parts of this Tomorrowland. I don't know if they call it in in Japan, but yeah, for all intents and purposes, this Tomorrowland sort of park. Um, it looks like it's inspired kind of by the elements and by aspects of nature. Right. It's very ergonomic. It looking. is, yeah, and it feels very natural. It feels like abstract and like asymmetric and natural. So, but still it, futuristic. But still <laughs> futuristic because of the metals and the tones that they right, use right. and the shapes. Very clean and sleek, still, but asymmetric. And I think that's kind of why this will this will last. You know, right? Yeah, I, I think it's it's got a very good chance of being that way for a long time and still looking cool. Um, so kind of a couple other things. I guess we'll hit these ones uh, as fast as we can. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu in November, uh, will mid November will be hitting Disneyland's as a meet and greet. Um, Ernest of the Cruise, we talked about that Avengers attraction, uh, the Avengers featuring Daredevil also. 
in really in the Avengers. Adventure. Yeah, in the Avengers are going to be fighting a, a variant version of Thanos, which will be King Thanos. Okay. Um, Baymax meet and greet. Uh, oh, Mickey's Runaway Ooh, Railway. Baymax meet and greet. Yeah, Baymax meet and greet. I is like com- that. Coming to Disney uh, California Adventure, uh, along with the San Francisco stuff. Yeah, I like. I mean, I I like Baymax. Yeah, I like Baymax too. I just I'm not sure about. I I, want to see Baymax, but I want a bread bowl. That's the conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) Take her on bread. Yeah. Um, Moana's water thing. Oh, is going to have a 16 foot tall Tafiti in Epcot. That's kind of interesting. Other than that, just kind of rumors. Blue sky rumors. What they're saying. Dinoland USA could be rethemed to be Zootopia or Moana, which is. Uh, what what would your choice be between those two? Between those two, um, I think I would go with. I guess I'd have to say Zootopia because there's more you can do with it. Than really? Moana. Yeah, Moana is is mostly just her and and Maui for that whole movie on a boat. That's true, but I feel I think it feels more like exotic. Zootopia is just a city. Yeah, you know? yeah. I also don't really care for that. Here's here's what I really want it to be. I want them to take that out. That's fine. Make it an entire Indiana Jones themed area. That would be great, but Indiana Jones is not a money making franchise right now. I it's just it, not. You know I what know, I mean? Mads Mikkelsen is is all about this new one. <laughs> I know, but it's not going to be like we we are past the prime of Indiana Jones. You know I think what I mean? we're also past the prime of Zootopia. No, we definitely are. <laughs> and Zootopia to me was never one of those things that had Disney magic. Like it was I a fine storyline. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but it's not. I actually enjoyed the moral of the story. Do you remember the moral of the story of Zootopia? Yes, actually, yeah. It's that the perceived villains, which are the carnivores, yeah. right? The, the predators, they are actually the victims in all of this, and the the quote unquote prey have been hurting them and poisoning them. You know, because is, just because they are what they are. Yes, it is like a beautiful parallel to like traditional masculinity being coined as toxic. Right. It is the perfect parallel. I believe they did not mean to do that. No. But it was poignant and it was timely <laughs> that stuff and it was great. always on accident. Like every time a yeah. liberal compares their political situation to Star Wars, like they're the rebels. Oh my like, gosh, it's hilarious. Are you, are you serious? It's so funny, dude. <laughs> I can't with that. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the moral of that movie was great, but it just didn't leave me feeling like, you know, that Disney whimsy that you get. And... <clears throat> Excuse me. To be fair, neither did Moana, but if, I feel like the exotic feel and the fun music in that one, that's an experience yeah, that maybe I would want to. That's one thing for sure. I don't want to hear Shakira on loop. There. Oh my gosh. I no. don't want that. Well, they won't because she's going to be in federal prison for tax evasion. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, we might be in the clear on that after all. Whew. <laughs> Uh, last thing we'll go over, we'll just move on from this one, because uh, there's just too much. If you want to look it up, go ahead to, to mouseyears.com. Maybe you should go. If you, you want, just, yeah, if you just want go. a deeper dive on D23 than we're giving you today, <laughs> go to you, D23. Need to, yeah, you need to go and just experience yeah. it yourself. Yeah, if you want more than we're giving you here today, <laughs> you need more, so go for it. But the last thing, uh, a little teaser, a little... New area for Disney villains is being considered behind Big Thunder Mountain in Disney World. No way. So just a villain section. Behind where? Uh, behind Big Thunder Mountain in Frontierland, which is... So that there's nothing over there. Nope. That's, yeah, because That it's would be weird fresh land, right? Yeah, you're thinking of Disneyland where it's yes. in the middle and it's like weird. I'm like, what are they going to take out? <laughs> I know, not my Big Thundy. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, no, Big Thunder's way out on the, on the edge of nowhere, so there's plenty of room back there to do whatever they want. Now, that would just be incredible. We've talked about this for so many years, how Disney villains, they are not represented well enough in parks. No. 
and it would be such a fun place, especially if you did like an adult park night, you know, where it's like, Oh, absolutely. A little more scary. They could probably compete with, they could probably compete with like the universal like horror nights. nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought that. And especially I have a couple of sketches. If anybody would like to see them, (laughs) uh, that concepts for attractions and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Think about this. Uh, the ride from emperor's new crew with just Kronk and Yzma. (laughs) That's the ride you want there. Oh my gosh. The drop a ride to Hades. That's what you want there. That's definitely (laughs) what you want. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that if anybody really dude, wants uh, to hear dude, that. But, uh, a but, freaking spacewalk with Zerg, dude. Yeah, I know. Like you're like weightless and you're doing a spacewalk. That'd be dope. Yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, we've got ideas for days on that. So Disney, hit us up. <laughs> we hit got us you. Up. We got you. The, the ideas are not free, but no, they are cheap. <laughs> or lifetime passes. Hey. I'm about that. Yeah, give me lifetime park passes. I'll and give you, you can't, all. I'll be your Raleigh Crump from here on out. And you can't take them away when you find out I'm a libertarian. <laughs> That's the only stipulation I have. I will switch political parties <laughs> here and now. <laughs> right now. I will compromise my values for you. <laughs> no, no. Just like, you've done for, <laughs> Just like you've done for, for a very again? small minority of people <laughs> that don't have a whole lot of money because they don't have a freaking job. Dude, you got to give me a little more warning on this sound effect, They just bro. come, dude. They just come. Get a freaking job, hippie. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else you got? Was that it? That's all. Yeah. I mean, there's more, but whatever. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Generally, I think you all know we're skeptical of the future of Disney, but we're also kind of Disney nerds. I'm particularly a Disney park nerd. So when they start messing with classic attractions that just bring me joy, it bums me out. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe there'll be some good that comes out of this, and maybe a future vacation I'm planning here will be uh, better right. than it was. Maybe maybe very conservative Hong Kong or Tokyo will be the place to go in the future. Yeah. yeah who knows? Can you also tell me this right before we move on? Uh, did they ever finish the freaking um, motorcycle uh, Tron. Tron ride? In Disney World, in, in America, I don't know the one that's yeah, there. the one in Disney World. No, it's done. It's not done yet. Oh my gosh, has how long I, has it I been? Have no like four idea. years. It's been an eternity, and it, it's been so much longer. Every time I think of the fact that Disneyland was built in a year, Disneyland was <laughs> built an entire year. I, I want to know when they broke ground. I don't know. I mean, it is a lot more technologically advanced than Disney. It was Land also was, but it was also rendered on a laptop. Okay, right. That's also true. Like we have. Very high cranes and people who... 2018 is when they broke ground. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yep. That was like five years ago. Yep. Is it raining? That smells really good. Oh, it's beautiful. It's raining out there. Oh my gosh. And you can't hear it because of the different mics we're using. Yeah, so shout out us and shout out the rain. Uh, Yeah. And if it sounds bad, we're sorry, but we're trying out new things. Yeah, really though, if it, feel, if it sounds really bad for this episode, leave us a five-star review, but telling us specifically this episode yeah. sounds bad and we'll change back. We will change back so quickly. <laughs> we saved the other presets just in case. <laughs> yeah, we're on channel three and four today. so, so <laughs> We're on backups. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. We have a couple more minutes left and I thought we would try a new segment today. Um, because one of the things that brings me and my brother together most is arguing over useless topics. That's what we do best. That's what we do best. And if people could pay us for it, you could pay me for this. Yeah. You could pay me gold. We take gold. We take gold and Bitcoin (laughs) and Bitcoin and, uh, Disney stock. So today, uh, we are going to break down a 16 bracket. Uh, what would it be called? 
it's like March Madness, but it's just a bracket system. Okay, we are doing a bracket system, but the topic today is hats. hats. You heard us. Hats. Hats. <laughs> hats, hats, hats. All okay, right. so we have uh, the different types of hats that have been curated for us here. I'm going to pull them out of the hat. By our producer. Or out of the, uh, by our producer, yeah. All right. Are you ready for this one? Sure. This will be yours on this thing. That one is really long. I'm going to get the next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He just doesn't want that on his side because he's going to lose. <laughs> okay, the first hat we have is the Dragon Ball Z Do-Rag. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. D-R-A-G-O-N. <laughs> B-Z-D-R. Dragon Ball Z Do-Rag. All That's right. why you fished that one out of there. You wanted that one for yourself. <laughs> I love that one. Okay, what do I got? Uh, we should actually play, while we're doing this, we should actually do the uh, <laughs> the uh, song that's referencing. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get that queued up. We'll do that just for this. Since we started off on such a high note with Dragon Ball Z Do-Rag. What is his name? Thundercat. Thundercat. Yeah, that references to a Thundercat song. That's just incredible. So let's just uh, give me a second here. While he does that, let me tell you about our sponsor. <laughs> Except for we don't have a sponsor. So if you know anybody, we're in the market. <laughs> We'd like to sponsor you if your values align with us. Or not. Who cares? <laughs> it's money. All right, maybe this will come. We don't know. Ooh, here we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so good. Thundercat is an incredible bass player. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. Okay. Okay, what do we got? Um, the next hat that we have is... On my side. Uh, the Doug Dimmodome of the Dimsdale Dimmodomes top hat. Doug Dimmodome. Of the Dimsdale Dimmodome? Mm-hmm. Top hat. Yeah, you know, you remember that one, right? Yeah, I do. It's really, really, really tall. Okay, so this is the... Uh, Drinkinator. This is the hat with cup holders and straws. Drinkinator. Drink-o-nator. Drink-o-nator, yeah. not drink-inator? No, drink-o-nator. Drink-o-nator. Okay, got it. Go. All right. Next up, we have the dunce cap. Classic and uh, functional. Dunce cap. I like those. <laughs> we should put those on people's cars. When they drive dumb, we should super glue them That's to the top That's a great idea. <laughs> super glue. <laughs> Okay, this is a raccoon skin cap. Raccoon hat. Yeah, with cool. the tail on it. We had those as kids. I loved with that. With pioneer hats. The, uh, what is it, the um, Davy Crockett? Yeah. All right, we also have a uh, five-gallon hat, also known as the cowboy hat. Cool. But with a little bit of, a little bit of like, a little bit of drip on that one, you know? A little bit of drip? Yeah. All right, so we have the bowler hat. Well, is that spelled B-O-W-L or B-O-L-A-R? B-O-W-L-E-R. That's how it's spelled on my note. If it's wrong, it's the producer's fault. All right. Um, We also have the Frontier Restaurant hat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that the little paper kind of busser hat? Uh-huh. Love those. Love them. By the way, do they still have their 50th anniversary t-shirts? Because I, I want one. I don't know if they do. I got to um, cop one of those. Yeah, wow. we got to check I them gotta, out. Got to cop some of them, man. I know for sure you can't buy the hat, so good luck with that. 
I'll just take one. I'll mug one <laughs> off of someone. Okay, we have the page boy hat, also known as that little like um, like golfer cap that looks kind of Irish. Oh, okay. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know the one. I got you. I got you. They're cute. They're cute ones. <laughs> okay, we got the beret. Intimidating a little bit. You get a little nervous when a beret walks in. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. All right. We also have the toupee. That's not a hat. That's uh, controversial. The toupee. I think it's a hat. I think it counts. Okay. It's not hair. We can settle on that. Yeah, that's true. It's not hair. And it goes on top of a head. Therefore, it might be hat. Okay. This one really hits home. This one hits me in the fields. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is our brother Tommy's Thanksgiving turkey hat. Oh, I got that on my side. Every Thanksgiving. Uh, every Thanksgiving, Tommy puts on this like big woven cap that is Urbini that has like turkey legs on the sides of his head and it's not Thanksgiving without it. And he has to wear it through the meal. Yeah. It, it's very, um, festive. It very, is very festive. Very festive. And, uh, if you don't have a Thanksgiving like, turkey hat, you should go pick one up. Yeah. Like if you thought the most Thanksgiving a hat could get is with a buckle on it, you'd be wrong. You were totally wrong. You were wrong. We thought that too at one time. We were wrong. But we kept our minds open, and uh, we grew. We found a new hat. All right. We have the trucker hat. Classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trucker hats are kind of stylish now. You could dress them up. You could dress them down. If you didn't know, if you have a bunch of old trucker hats in your closet from your dad or grandpa, whip them out because they are in, baby. Slap one of those bad boys on. <sighs> on your dome. Your dad right. dim a dome. We have the tinfoil hat, which we have been known to... Uh, to adorn ourselves with from time to time. I got, uh, yeah, I got something to say about them too, but okay. we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll save it for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we have the Rasta Dread hat. That's not, again, that's not a hat. That would be a wig, I think. I, is it more hair than hat? If it was just the Rasta hat, like that woven, like long hat, then I would say. We can imagine there are natural Rasta Dreads underneath it. Yeah, if you use your imagination, I guess. Use your imagination. All right. We have Santa's hat. That's an oldie but a goodie. I love me a good Santa hat. All righty then. That's all of ours. So, uh, how do we want to do this? <laughs> I think... <clears throat> goodness, sorry. Because here's the thing. I This could be my side, and that could be your side. Or, because I could pick both of the two for my side and pick which one is better for my side, and you debate which one is better from your side and then we have to fight it out in the end no i think we have to go line by line okay and i think let's work so whoever's winner is on this side is the one that we fight for yeah okay sounds good so let's go with uh doug dimadome that's mine yes versus a dunce cap oh man i don't know if i can argue this one um the dunce cap is quite useful it is very useful. Sometimes people are dumb and they don't know it. We have to and have a have way to, to tell let them, them. know. You right. have and it but was and you have also, to. It's a warning. It's a it's a traffic cone for the other people. Right. It's pertinent that other people around the dunce cap wearer. Know. Yes. It's a little alarming when you see it. You know to stay away. Exactly. But also, Doug Dimadome, uh, owner of the Dimsdale Dimadome, of course, is very stylish. Very stylish well, he, man. I wouldn't He's say stylish. Rich. I'd say dapper. Quite dapper, quite rich. Mm-hmm. You know that man's got some 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 monies. So if we pick him, we probably get some of those monies. That's true. Remind me, does Doug Dimadome have a monocle? I think he does, but I'm not sure. If entirely. he did, that would give me a little bit of a favor for the top hat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
but I'm I'm leaning Dunn's Cap. I think I have to concede to Dunn's Cap. It's just so good. It's very good. It's quite good. Yeah. Dunn's Cap. We're going with Dunn's Cap. Sorry, sorry, Doug Dimidome. So next we've got five gallon versus a Frontier hat. Now I know exactly where I stand on this. Because you worked for Frontier. I had to wear those, but I wore it as a badge of honor. Some people really hated them. They resented them. They resented I like them. them. I really like them. I would be proud them. of it too. Right. It was, it was, I mean, you didn't, <laughs> they didn't print a whole lot of them. So you had to wear them out. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you had to tape all them back greasy. together, all greasy. Every week you get a new one. <laughs> but there is a sense of, um, shall we say, workplace security. Um, when you have one? When you have one. Because it's like, man. I work here at the front freaking tier. <laughs> on the front lines of the frontier, front too, man. Frontier. That place is intense. And the only person who's allowed to wear the five-gallon hat, that's the owner. The owner? Mm-hmm. Of the, does he wear a five-gallon hat? Yeah, he wears a hat. The funny thing is, is his hat... <laughs> the frontier owner? Yeah, the frontier owner. Um, what's his name? Uh, it's like Fred or something. No. Yeah, it's something like that. It's something like really normal. Ah, oh, shoot. I'll, I'll think of it. Anyways, he actually has the net part ripped off of the top of a, of a Frontier Buster hat. Uh-huh. And he has the ring put around his, his 10-gallon hat. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's cool. I've not seen that. Yeah. I will say the cowboy hat is, like, super functional. And if you get one that's a good material, it stands up through the weather. If you're an outdoorsman or you're working outside with your hands, the cowboy hat, it's hard to beat. It's protecting your neck. It's keep, keeping the skin cancer Protect away. Protect your neck. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I don't know, dude. I think cowboy hat. You think cowboy hat over I think, frontier I, hat? And I also think the cowboy hat is more widely appealing than the frontier hat. We may love it because we grew up as little kids at frontier, but other people don't care. Yeah, but those other people can wear a dunce cap for all I care. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but we're going for best hat of all time. Best hat of all time, that's what we're going for? Yes, we have a bracket system of hats. Well, I guess if it's of all time, then I'm not going to go with Frontier hat. Because I'm I'm not really going to wear that. Right. Okay, so we'll go with five gallon. All right, cowboy hat it is. All right, we've got a beret versus Tommy's Thanksgiving hat. Oh, this is rough because I like berets. And you just made the case for the beret winning over Tommy's Thanksgiving hat. But we also did recommend that everyone go pick up a Thanksgiving hat. Right. I think all the French, instead of berets, should all go pick up a Thanksgiving oh, hat. But you know what? When I think of the beret, when I think about a Frenchman in a beret, it pisses me off. But when I think of like a Cuban in a beret, I'm like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think either of them are cool. I don't no, like they're berets not. at all. They're stupid. Mm. Only in a game of risk do I think it's acceptable to wear one. That's a good time. Also, or war the beret. Let me think about this. Is that the same one that like those painters wear? Uh, yes, yeah. Because mm-hmm. those French I hate. painters. Yeah, yeah. The French painters. I do hate mm-hmm. those berets. But Mary Jane in Spider Man had one that was pretty good. It's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. But over Tommy's Thanksgiving hat. I mean, you can't mess with tradition. It's got legs. Like if we lose that hat, I don't think we can have Thanksgiving anymore. Yeah, that's a that's a difficult conversation for another day. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to deal with that at family <laughs> therapy later on. I'm going to say Tommy's Tommy's Thanksgiving hat. Yeah, it's I think just it the best. It's just the best. It is so enjoyable. It makes me feel like uh, like it's Thanksgiving time. Like you know, the potatoes are going to be good when mm. Tommy whips out the hat. Yeah, I don't even like cranberry sauce, but I get them every time. But I do it, and I do it as my American duty. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It's Amen. Like, it's not good. <laughs> okay, but hold on. You people out there putting that on your turkey, why? Why are you doing that? But also, we don't really eat turkey for Thanksgiving, so we have no room to judge. I guess so. We're just not familiar with the turkey. No, we eat roast beef because it's superior. Yeah, because we're men. And red chili. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Okay. God, it's so we got to move right, on. Next, we next, next, move we on. are starving. I haven't eaten. Yeah, me neither. Oh, well, I did have an egg roll and a spring roll today, but that's it. Really? I had a cheeseburger <laughs> egg roll for lunch gross <laughs> uh tinfoil hat versus santa hat oh surprisingly man. these are both near shape. and dear near and dear to my to my heart well it depends on how you form the uh the tinfoil so if you're trying to receive the messages right. then yes it yes, is kind a of a cone. santa hat but yes but if you're trying to reflect the signals you're gonna want to your make brain, yes you're gonna want to make of a cap but well you're gonna want to make more of a an inverted um satellite dish shape i don't know that could catch the signal again and I think that's the last thing it, you want it, 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 it kind of it like out of the bowl back it, out the it other kind side of back it kind of ricochets it yes it could be one thing you you could do is you could have like the the security of like the helmet on your head and mm-hmm. then you could have almost like an open book shape on top that would just like reflect out signals away from you Oh, I see. So, like, uh, like the you know when you're trying to get a tan outside. Yes, one of those like of little mirror things up on top that just kind of bounces and scrambles signals away. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I think you could do that with tinfoil. I mean, there's not really a, a downside to this. You protect your brain from being read, and you also probably have better cell reception. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and. Uh, things are getting weird out there. So if it starts to rain like it is now and you throw yours on, you got a better chance of getting hit by lightning and getting and out. Boom. Out of here. Out of here. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Santa hat holds a, cha- uh, holds a, a stick to this one. Well, the thing is, is many people have tried, but nobody's pulled it off as well as Santa. You know what I mean? Right. You have to be a certain build. You have to laugh with a bowl full of jelly. Yeah. With a belly full of jelly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, it's just not for everybody. No. And, it, and if you really can't pull off the hat then you look weird in it right well you could always go for michael's classy santa hat i don't know what that is look it up michael scott classy santa hat it's uh what is that what is that hat brand uh with the gator on it because it has no brim is that why it's fancy no it's one of you know those hats that samuel l jackson wears oh that's what it is it's that with santa hat fabric on the outside of it. <laughs> but there's also no white rim. No, there's not. Just because it's classy. Wow. No, I hate that. <laughs> I'm going to say tinfoil. I'm going to go tinfoil. It's just so versatile. Yeah, it is. And people make fun of you for wearing it, but that's because they have their mind controlled. <laughs> uh, stay off of fluoride, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Dragon Ball Z Durag versus Drinkinator. I, I think we're... What? Oh, that sounds so nice. Oh, you looked out the window like we were going to get murdered. <laughs> no, it just started raining really heavily. I can't tell. I'm wearing I'm wearing these like sound rejecting <laughs> in-ears. I can't hear anything outside of them. Yeah. Oh, it's raining pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good out there. Your your giant weeds are going to love that. All right, uh, that's a tree? <laughs> it's a tree? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. It's a tree that came up by surprise, but we're I'm not pulling it. I love that thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. It might ruin your house, but you don't have to live here I'm forever. I'm not going to live here forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, get our heads in the game. Dragon Ball Z Durag versus Drinkinator. Okay, uh, I, I know think where I stand. The, the Dragon Ball Z. Durag. Yeah, it has to be. But then there is the old adage, hydrate or dihydrate. <laughs> Lest we forget. Yeah, but as Dragon Ball Z once said, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z and Durag. All yeah. right. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z do right. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon hat versus a bowler hat. 
I hate bowler hats. They don't look good on anyone. And whoever wears one, I just can't imagine not wanting to give them a noogie. <laughs> no, I can imagine like um, Sherlock Holmes era. Dumb. Somebody they would still look, look good dumb. in a bowler no. hat. No, they look common. Also, in uh, old 20s comedies, they would always punch a hole in people's bowler hats. So I guess it'd be harder to do with a raccoon hat because it could bite you. <laughs> if it's a live <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> Like yeah, what if you're what if you're like still shopping for your hat, but you don't want to like kill the raccoon to your shirt? I think that'd be hilarious if they want to do an, a new Davy Crockett movie. Okay, here's how you do a new Davy Crockett movie: the hat is a sidekick. You make it a comedy, and it's a sidekick hat yes. that's alive. Plus, but no one knows it's modern day. But it, you don't find that out until the end of the movie. Yeah, he's just like stuck in the it, wilderness. Doesn't this just sound a lot like what is the cowboy? Uh, Lone Ranger Lone Ranger Like wasn't that a whole part of the shtick Is like no one knew that Tonto spoke English Uh, No he speaks English All the time I definitely remember watching like a couple episodes Of I the old are, one Oh where, the show Yeah the show Like that was the whole thing Is like oh he's just an Indian And then he's like <laughs> He's actually kind of the hero Yeah I think they kind of know That Davy Crockett speaks English so. Not Davy Crockett <laughs> I'm saying like the hat Is like this unassuming oh, character that you they think the, the hat speaks English Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I never considered the hat speaking yeah. another language. You are you are having a tough time with this one. We will move on. Uh, wait, what are we what are we gonna pick? Um, I'm gonna say Davy Crockett. Yeah, I'll go Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier raccoon. Davy Crockett, ladies and gents. Ah, uh, plus he had those moccasins. Those are kind of oh, fly. Yeah, dude. I want yeah, those. I want those right now. Dog. They cannot be comfortable. But I think they would be good like house slippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now we've got a page boy versus toupee. Uh, <coughs> like I said, a toupee is not a hat. I think a toupee is as good as a hat. It's fabric that goes on your head to protect the rest of your head. It's not to protect. It's to protect your feelings from your friends knowing you're bald. Exactly. What was the other one? What is it? What's the alternative? The, the alternative a page is boy? a page boy. Page boys can look endearing on older gentlemen. But only in Ireland. Mostly in Ireland, but sometimes here. Toupee is always, always bad. fodder for a good laugh. <laughs> Toupees are so bad. Do you ever see a guy walking down the road and you just, your heart goes out to him? You're like, dude, you look so much worse than... I gotta be real with you, man. I'm, I can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell? I, it, it, either I can't tell or I've never seen one really that bad. You are also just not super perceptive with some of that stuff. Which, which really makes me worried about if I lose my hair. You... Do not wear a toupee if you lose your hair. Just no, face not, it I'm like a grown to. man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. If I lose my hair, I'm just shaving it off. Yeah, just shave it off. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't know why more people don't do that. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Especially when like you can tell that like their wife made them get the toupee like when they started balding and it, their yeah. hair was like five shades less gray then. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's, it's women bad. asserting their, their uh, unrealistic... Uh, follicle Body expectations. Types. Yeah, expectations on yeah. men. Yeah. It's unrealistic follicle expectations. So for that, and if you are old enough that you're losing your hair like that, a page boy is going to make you look endearing. Just go yes. to Ireland. Uh, if you have to pick between the two, quite literally, yeah, buy the page boy. Yeah, so we're going with page boy. Done. Trucker mm. versus Rasta Dreadhat. It's got to be the trucker, dude. Truckers are super high fashion right now. You can get new ones that look old. You can get old ones that look dope. I think you can get the high even, crown. You can get the mid crown. You can get the low crown. You can get the foam front. You can get the mesh back. 
I think that even new truckers look new trucker hats to still look sweaty. You're looking at the wrong ones. I'm looking at all trucker hats. I don't know if they you have. I, I don't know if you're aware of like what hipsters are doing with trucker hats. I guess not. Because they're dope. Hmm. I just imagine them at gas stations and no, that's not where you, no. corner stores Mm-mm. and you get them online now. And and here's the best part about like the trucker hat thing is they're they have a lot of them have like funny ironic sayings on them. Well, you can get that on any hat, Foxy Grandpa. <laughs> I know, but it's better when it's on a trucker hat. Because it's always kind of like, why are you wearing that? And you're like, oh, I love it. Have you seen those uh, Teach Amanda Fish hats? No. I don't remember the quote, but we'll get it for you. <laughs> we'll te- find that at some point. Teach a man fish, and he, yeah, it's a really confusing saying, and it doesn't make any sense, and that's why it's funny that it's on a hat. That one, Teach a man to fish, and he eats for a day to teach a man to, no, teach a man. Te- no, give a man a fish, and he eats, eats for, for a day. day. Teach him to fish, teach and he eats for a lifetime. He eats for life. Um, don't teach a man to fish. And he can teach himself because fishing's not that hard, and he's a man. <laughs> That's from uh, Parks and Rec, right? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so I think we're going with Trucker because I have no reason to uh, pick Rasta Dread Hat. Other there than is that no... one time Grandpa wore one really funny. That's because it was out of pocket. Yeah. It you know was. what I mean? But that's just, it's just shock value. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's, we're just shock jocks with that one. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the, it's gotta be the uh, Trucker. Trucker. Trucker hat. Yeah, seriously. If you have old Trucker hats laying around, like sell them online for a lot of money, say they're vintage or wear them cause they're dope. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen a trucker hat I like, but we'll, we'll move on. We'll get you one. We'll get, we'll get you, you one, but we'll get you there. Uh, Dunn's cap versus five gallon. Okay. We're starting back over now. Yep. Okay. I think it's gotta be Dunn's. I think we have untapped potential of how the Dunn's cap could be saving us from awkward situations right. or uncomfortable but friendships. We're, what we're really doing is we're saving lives with the Dunn's cap. Yes. Saving lives, human lives. Yep. Those are not replaceable. Five gallon hats, replaceable. They are replaceable. And only about half the people that wear them are real cowboys. The others are posers. Right. Exactly. And they, mm-hmm. those can easily be put into and fitted for the Dunn's cap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Tommy's Thanksgiving hat versus tinfoil hat. Ooh, that's rough. If we could mash these up and put a tin foil around Tommy's Thanksgiving turkey hat, it would be interesting because it would look like a foiled turkey. I would pick foil, tin foil caps only if we made him one in the shape of a turkey. True. So are we changing this to turkey-shaped tin foil hat? No. No, because I think there are... Mo- the reason I think tinfoil works is there's a plethora of uses. Like uh, we said, you can tan with it. You can uh, you can make a dunce you can cap ward off the mind readers. You can make a dunce cap, for instance. Um, you, you could also make it a turkey cap for Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. 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 So in the event that you don't have a turkey cap, you could make one out of tinfoil. Yes. yes. I I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Maybe that'll save us in the future when it gets messed up. We we have a, a, another option. Yeah, and also what I'm thinking is that we just gave the tinfoil cap a lot more runway than I had in the last round. <laughs> right. Yeah, All right, tinfoil. <laughs> okay. Um, Do-rag versus raccoon. Davy Crockett. It's hard because both these have such great comedic value. And um, historical significance. Yes. My culture <laughs> wore raccoon caps. Yours wore do-rags. Dragon Ball Z do-rags. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And when we come together at Thanksgiving, we shed our respective hats in favor of the turkey. Right, exactly. So, so it's, it's really it's this really multicultural tough. sort right. of like nuanced thing that's happening here. But the problem is, is we have to pick one. That's really the issue. 
Yes. And if it's, is it function or form that wins out in this one? Because if it's function, it's probably the do-rag. But if it's form, it's probably the raccoon cap. I think it's whatever is going to get you through the day. Like if this is the, the hat you have to wear till the end of the earth. To the end of the earth? To the end of the earth and the end of your days. This is the hat you got to wear. I feel like if, if it's the last hat for the end of the earth and I put on a pioneer's cap, I feel like a real man. I like True. summon the powers yes. of my ancestors and I grab my musket and I take on the world, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Like if it is the end of days, you've got that raccoon hat, you're as good as Mad Max out there. Right. There's nothing like some good hide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's got to be raccoon cap. It's got to be raccoon. The manly man's hat. The manly man's hat. All right, we got Page Boy versus Trucker. I got to say Trucker again. Truckers are probably more widely used. They're definitely more widely used than Page Boy hats. But it's so regular. But the Page Boy hats are like, they try to be quirky. True. It and can it be can, overdone. And it, yeah, like you put on a little boy and like he feels like he's all dope. Like the fedora. How did the fedora not get on this? I, I, I hate no fedoras, idea. but probably because <laughs> well, we depends. hate them. Fedora, um, like the little stupid fabric fedora or Indiana Jones fedora? They're all pretty bad. I like the Indiana Jones fedora. Only because it's Indiana Jones. So maybe that's my point with the Page Boys. Like, it works in some circumstances, but when it goes bad, it's real bad. True, true. Yeah, the trucker, well, the trucker. When the trucker's bad, you just have pity for the man wearing the trucker hat. Yeah, but you know he's making bank as a trucker. Sometimes, unless he lost his license. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Well, I guess trucker. There's not really any basis for me saying that, but this is a category I can. <laughs> You're not I can invested. categorically say that I'm not really invested in which either one wins here. All so. Right, trucker hat, trucker it is. I'm mildly invested. All right, last we've got dunce cap versus tinfoil hat. Dunce cap. Versus I think we've already foil. settled this. I the think tin it's foil. foil hat can be tin foil made hat into a dunce is cap. already the dunce cap that you need, and you might get some better cell reception while you put it on. Better cell reception and safety for those your loved ones and other people around you. Mm-hmm. Don't get vaccinated. Get dunce capped with tin foil. With tin foil. <laughs> All right, and last we've got trucker hat versus raccoon. Now this is down to a battle of which one makes you feel the most manly. And and you're riding that really fine line of white trash that I like. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's either you're way out in the middle of the wilderness or you're taking things from the city to people who can't live without it in the wilderness. Right. And, yeah, mm, like people just assume varying degrees of literacy when you have these hats on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they look at you a little nervous depending on, like, the rest of the attire. But that's when you hit them with the... <laughs> That is true. The the the, the all one two. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I would have to go with raccoon. Like I'm thinking, like I'm walking everywhere with this. If I walk into a gym with a trucker hat, nobody bats an eye. They're like, "Oh, why is he wearing a hat?" If I walk into the gym wearing a raccoon, every everybody's like, "That's a man," and he's gonna rip true. It up. But I I can't rip imagine doing very well in job interviews with a raccoon on my head. That's just because it's not giving you the confidence you'd need. I will be there with my raccoon hat. Oh, the strength in numbers. You, to give you the strength. That's true. Raccoons do kind of move in groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, raccoon. And they're, and they're shifty. Raccoons. Gotta love a good raccoon hat. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the final bracket. Lastly, we've got tinfoil hat versus raccoon hat. It's hard because the world is so short on real men these days, but also the government's trying to read your mind nonstop. Exactly. And so it's like, which one has more utility? And it's like, are they really getting it through your brain 
or are they getting it through the tap water with the with the fluoride? Right. Like we're not. There's no. We're not actually, quite sure. Check this out. If you're all are like really worried about fluoride, there is a new company that is now. Um, they're a toothpaste company, and they are all about people, a person's right to choose. You know what sort of things they like or don't like, and they have a fluoride-free. They're the first company that does a fluoride-free toothpaste for you. That's and great. All the ingredients are, are they know exactly where they're sourced from, and they on the package it actually tells you what each. What's ingredient it called? Is do you for. remember? Um, I don't. You you can look it up, and I'll, I'll explain it a little more while you do that. This is got, it, it. The ingredients on it, even if they're weird words, it tells you what they're for. Every ingredient, it tells you exactly what it's for in the thing. Not only that. It, it everything is sourced. It's Doctor Squatch. No. Well, they have one. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, the one that I'm talking about is completely edible because there's no fluoride in it. Hmm. So you know, if it looks like there are a couple. There's a kids fluoride free. That's great. You know, I don't care about fluoride in the water. I also drink tap water because in my house it actually tastes kind of good. Really? Yeah. But uh, I like keeping everyone on their toes, trying to figure out how much of a conspiracy theorist I am. <laughs> and so... I, yeah, I don't worry about fluoride, but if you do, then that, maybe that toothpaste is for you. Yeah, dude. Either way... We have to get to the bottom of this hat situation. We have situation. to get to the bottom of this hat situation. So I'm going to say, hmm, I kind of like the raccoon because we don't know... For all we know, raccoon tails repel, uh, you know... Mind-reading laser rays. Right. Well, it might if it's rocket raccoons pelt. Well, that might like be like a receiver because he's all metal. But, but so is also foil. a transmitter. So you could actually you say, could force your you force thoughts, your onto thoughts into somebody else's heads. That makes me uncomfortable. You're making me lean more foil now. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and everything in the future is chrome. So maybe you're like fashion proof in the future too. You know what? The tin foil hat looks a lot like that. Um, Soon to be time tested uh, Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning toward foil cap. Yeah, I think tin foil hat. I think that might be where it's at. Very versatile. You could make it into the shape of a raccoon if that's what you like. You could make it into the shape of a dunce cap if that's what you need. Yeah, and if you gotta bake some cookies, use your hat. So be it. Yep. So be it. It's gotta be tin foil cap. Tin foil hat. The best hat in history. The best hat in history. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a great episode <laughs> this has been. Uh, I think that's all we have for this episode. Uh, that's all I've got. We uh, <laughs> we are definitely going to work on more brackets in the future. That's fun. Uh, you know, when we do them, it'll be a funny topic, and we will just have uh, a list of the bests, I guess, of all of mankind. You We're know? going to create the best man. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we'll start with wardrobe or what? Well, we'll start from the top down, and and you can't start from the head because then you can't put something on top of it. So right. So now it'll be hair. It'll be. <laughs> Uh, that's hairstyles dangerous territory (laughs) (laughs) no it's gonna be hairstyles hairstyles or eye colors (laughs) or (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's not best neck um but we will definitely (laughs) do more brackets because it's fun and we like it uh we hope you guys got all of your disney news uh caught up on you should definitely go and look at if you're a super nerd uh, yeah, hop online, a, go to the D23 site and look at some of the other uh, announcements. Lot. We we barely scratched yeah, the surface. Yeah, there's a lot we didn't get to, so if you if you want more on that, go for it. All right. Well, we hope you enjoy your week. We are going to go eat some freaking food, bro. Yes, dude. All right. We will see you guys later. Tum tum hurts, bro. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. As always, please rate and review us and send our podcast to a friend. 
You can stream Dos Randos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and for some reason, Radio Public. See you next time, Randitos.